Hello, I'm Mike Lindell. Cancel culture has not only affected myself and my pillow, but millions of you out there. Before all this started, I had already written in my memoir. I dedicate this book to anyone that's looking for hope. Well, right now we're all looking for hope. I believe that my story is gonna bring inspiration and hope to everyone. By the time you're done reading my book, you will believe that with God, all things are possible. To thank you all for your support, I'm offering some of my best prices ever on my pillow products, including this exclusive bundle. You get my book and these five my pillows. They all have beautiful scenes and verses from the Bible, such as Isaiah 41:10. Do not fear, for I am with you. This six-pack bundle is regularly $219. Now it's just $99.98 and free shipping with your promo code. Go to MyPillow.com and use promo code RENEGADE or call 800-889-6817 to receive this exclusive offer. Well, finally, we've got some members of Congress in the Republican Party that are speaking the truth and telling it like it is and doing it without any shame, with courage and passion. It's long overdue, but first we have Ted Cruz giving Biden's border czar the treatment that Trump appointees would get from the mainstream media, but now Cruz giving fair treatment, I would say, to Biden's borders are on the double standard of the cages, kids in cages reporting that was going on during the Trump years, but not during the Biden years. Here's Ted Cruz uh, in, in a really powerful moment yesterday on the Hill. Deaths, you didn't prepare that debt either. All right, how about this? How many children have been in the Biden cages in calendar year 2021? Um, uh, Senator, I uh, respectfully disagree with um, your use of uh, the term cages. Fine, you can disagree with it. How many children have been in the Biden cages? I've been to the Biden cages. I've seen the Biden cages. How many children have you detained at the Donna Tent facility in the cages you built told kids? How many children have been in those cages? Uh, uh, Senator, I can uh, uh, provide to you the following uh, figure that... Um, when and let me let me say that when a child i, I don't child, I, I, it's a simple question how many children I, have been in those cages uh, i i respectfully am not familiar with the term cages and to he's what not you familiar referring. hold there on guys guys pause it pause it guys he's not familiar with the term cages he doesn't even know what it means what's a cage a cage i've never even heard of a cage ah, never heard of a cage notice how notice how mayorkas is trying to write the narrative saying well i don't know about cages well i disagree with cages i disagree with your terms cages but he's writing the narrative. No, you're supposed to answer the questions. Let's continue. They are locked in, in which I took photographs and put them out because you blocked the press and didn't want people to see the Biden cages. These secure facilities in which they are locked down in Donna, that uh, those facilities, how many children have been in them? Senator, there are three types of facilities. There's the, the Donna tent cages, the, the Donna tent city. Let's take the Donna facility. How many children have been there? That is a soft-sided facility. It is not. A okay. You're, are you going to answer the question? How many children have been in that facility? I, I will have to circle back with you with the precise number. Oh, by the way, here's a photograph of the Biden cages. That, um, uh, Senator, um, that is precisely why I articulated 
Children sleeping on floors crashed in upon each other. When I took this photograph, the COVID rate, rate of COVID positivity was over 10 percent. May I may I speak, Senator? You can answer the question. How many kids have been in these that, conditions? That is precisely why I stated in March of this year that a Border Patrol station is no place for a child, number one. Okay, but number two, all right, that is precisely- Secretary Mayorkas, you're not answering my question. So let me ask you this. In the past year, has Joe Biden been down to see firsthand the Biden cages? Senator, I will again. Has Joe Biden been down to see this facility? Yes or no? The president has not been down to. Okay, no. Has Kamala Harris been down to see the Biden cages, this facility? Ted Uh, Cruz just slays Alejandro Mayorkas. Now here's Lauren Boebert telling it like it is. Thank you, Madam Speaker. Democrat policies are so pathetic and have done so poorly that the left has nothing else to do but troll the internet looking for ways to get offended and then try to target members and strip them of their committees. This is a dumb waste of the House's time. But since the Speaker has designated the floor to discuss members' inappropriate actions, shall we? The Jihad Squad member from Minnesota has paid her husband, and not her brother husband, the other one, over a million dollars in campaign funds. This member is allowed on the Foreign Affairs Committee while praising terrorists. A Democrat chairwoman incited further violence in the streets outside of a courthouse. And then the cherry on top. My colleague and three-month presidential candidate from California, who is on the Intelligence Committee, slept with Fang Fang, a Chinese spy. Let me say that again. A member of Congress who receives classified briefings was sleeping with the enemy. Boy, that is spicy meatball. Ladies and gentlemen, it is Thursday, November 18th, 2021. This is the InfoWars War Room brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. We're streaming live at band.video, freeworldnews.tv, on our Rumble channel, InfoWars-band.video. I'm your host, Owen Troyer, with you for the next three hours. We've got Dan Lyman from InfoWars Europe joining us in the second hour. And then we have Jen Lowe and Tracy Shannon from Mass Resistance, Texas, who have some wild stuff that they were sending me on how schools and libraries are working around the system and the resistance of the drag queen story time for kids phenomenon. So they're finding new ways to bring the drag queens to your children, uh, ways that I'm sure will be shocking to you. So all of that is coming up and more. I've got a massive stack over here on the COVID front with the mandates and the vaccines and the injuries. And 
just more than anything, the craziness of it, which is that they don't even deny anymore that the vaccine doesn't work. They, they, they fully admit it. Fauci's even admitted it. I mean, he, he's at the head. He's at the top of the Fauci. Fauci's at the top of the COVID pyramid. I mean, he helped made the virus. He helped make it, fund it, fund the research, denied it, has been put in, in more power than he's ever seen in his life since the release of it. So, I mean, he's at the top of the COVID pyramid on all levels. And even he comes out and says the vaccine doesn't work. And now in Austria, where they've had full lockdowns for the unvaccinated, now they're saying, oh, you have to be in full lockdown for if you're vaccinated too, because of course the vaccines are not working. And there's more evidence of that with a team professional hockey team, 100% vaccinated for COVID. Currently, 40% of the team has COVID. So again, the vaccines aren't working. They want to mandate them, mandate them for children. The side effects are are skyrocketing. The deaths are skyrocketing. The numbers are incredible. Two and a half million worldwide that have had adverse reactions to the COVID vaccine. Those are the latest numbers from the World Health Organization on their data. Which we can't even really assume that we're getting all the data, but that's what they're providing. So we'll have that. I've got a stack of political news here, including. So I don't really know how this is all going to shake out and shake down, but I've been explaining this for over a month now, and I, and I told you that it's it's going to become mainstream news eventually, and so. I. I I said, I think I said yesterday, probably by next week or or December, every major publication is going to have a story about how they're trying to pull the removal of Kamala Harris as vice president. Well, now D.C. reporters are basically being told to start looking into the legal process of what it takes to remove a vice president. And the, the story from Breitbart today is, Fox News reporter Chad Pergram reveals cryptic email advising him to learn process for Congress replacing vice president. So, again, you have to understand. And there's more evidence of rifts inside the Democrat Party, but you have to understand they know Biden can't go four years. They certainly know even if he can make the first even if he can make his four years as president, there's zero chance he can run in 2024. He's already a dead duck president. He's already admitting that behind the scenes. He's saying, look, I I can't run again. I'm not going to win. Why don't I just do everything we've ever dreamed of doing to destroy America? I'll just do it. I mean, I'm a lame duck president, so I might as well just do everything I can to destroy America while I'm here. But they know Kamala is not the answer for the future or the president for the Democrat Party either. And so they don't know what to do about it. They really have no leadership. And the lurking of the jihad squad. You know, I'm not sure who first came up with that, but it's funny to hear Lauren Boebert say that during the hearings yesterday on the censure of Paul Gosar, which is just another level of illustration of how ridiculous and, and clown world these times are. That we're sitting here talking about a meme that Paul Gosar shares on his social media. Oh, but the record drug overdoses, eh. Eh, the supply chain shortages, nah. Oh, the record high energy prices, consumer price index, inflation, eh. 1% inflation in one month. 
October 2021, you saw a 1% increase. Boy, boy, how do you like that? 12% 12% inflation a year? Woo, doggy. And then you have morons that write for the Washington Post like Sarah Zhang. And they say, oh, the rich are complaining about inflation because it's going to hurt all of their assets. Do you understand how stupid that statement is? How asinine? It's the exact opposite. Having assets at a time of inflation is good for you. Your assets increase in value. Oh, but I'm Shira Young. I, I write for the liberal New York Times, or I can't remember if she's New York Times or Washington Post. She's so smart. I'm so smart. The richer the the richer mad about inflation because their their assets are going to decrease in value. Oh, uh, look at how smart I am, Sarah Jung. Uh, it's the exact opposite, you nitwit. Yeah, New York Times. But getting back to the point, this is this is uh, you know. Kamala Harris and Biden obviously are not getting along. I'm not sure Kamala's getting along with anybody. Nobody could tell you what Kamala even does. But they don't want Kamala to be president, so they got to remove her before Biden can't make the bell anymore. So that's an ongoing situation that uh, everybody's going to eventually have to be covering, I would say, probably by December. If not, first week of December, you'll see everybody covering it by then. And, you know, this is kind of a big deal. And maybe this just should have been the headline for the show today from Matt Gates. Florida Democrat perennial losing congressional candidate calls on FBI to raid homes of political opponents. I mean, really, I get his snicker. But uh, if I remove that. I mean, think about what this says here, aside from uh, the snide there from Matt Gates. Florida Democrat congressional candidate calls on FBI to raid homes of political opponents, and it's Pam Keith, Democrat from Florida, who says these are the people who were who obviously participated in January sixth. It's members of Congress, obviously participated because they exist, because they support Trump. What does that mean? Obviously participated. They were in the same building. Some of them were in the same building that you were being, or that Democrats were being evacuated from. Not like Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, who made up some fantasy land story about, I guess, a rape fantasy she had in a bathroom stall. She's the one that made it up. I'm just saying. So, again, you have Democrats that just openly call for the FBI to be used against their political opponents. I mean, that is a big deal. That's what they're doing. Now, before we go to this first break here, it's also worth mentioning as uh, we'll start to get into the news when we come back and the video clips. I got about five or so today, plus my guests. The, the, the Ghislaine Maxwell case is ongoing. And notice how you're not hearing anything about it. And I understand the Kyle Rittenhouse case is a big deal for self-defense and logic and common sense. And, and if an innocent man can't protect his own life without going to jail, then they're in big trouble for this country. But, I mean, Ghislaine Maxwell helped Jeffrey Epstein run the industrial-level sex trafficking network that the mainstream news covered up that top politicians, media, and Hollywood were involved with, and it's got a media blackout on it. 
Oh, I wonder why. Why do my enemies hate me so much? Why do the globalists hate you so much? Why do they hate America so much? Because it's an idea of freedom that their tyrannical system that they're pushing cannot coexist with. It's very, very simple. For their world government, their anti-human, post-human, eugenic system to flourish, freedom and liberty and due process and justice and God-fearing systems must fail. So sure, you didn't start a fight with Bill Gates. You didn't start a fight with David Rockefeller. You didn't start a fight with the UN. They started a fight with you. And they're not going to back down and they're not going to go away. And they're not going to ever stop their attacks until they have the fear of God put into them. But the average person still doesn't even know about the New World Order or about globalism or about corporate fascism. And it's not until people understand that and that we're under attack we have any chance of beating these people. For a fraction of the cost of your cable bill or your phone bill, you could get so many of the incredibly powerful products at InfoWarsTore.com that will enrich your life, that will make your body so much more healthy, that will really boost and, and supercharge your immune system. But that's only part of it. You're also then funding an organization of maniacs that will not back down in the face of intimidation and attacks, that will not be slaves. People that think just like you and are willing to, quite frankly, die for freedom. I want to stay in the fight against the new world order. So it's very simple. Everybody needs coffee. We got some of the best coffee you're going to find anywhere at a great deal. Everybody loves turmeric, knows how anti-inflammatory it is. We've got liquid and powder, 95% humanoid in the body's powder. Nobody's got something like that. And it goes on and on. So do your shopping at InfoWars. Do your shopping at InfoWarsStore.com and fund the Second American Revolution, 1776 worldwide. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. So the blackout, the media blackout of the mass resistance to the vaccine mandates happening worldwide continues. This is in Melbourne, Australia, where once again, tens of thousands are turning up. Some of them are actually camping out here at this government building. They're not even leaving. They've been there for days now, standing against the vaccine mandates in Australia. And then you have it in Prague as well. Uh, People taking to the streets in in a mass resistance to vaccine mandates demonstration. It's really incredible when you juxtapose the vaccine mandate demonstrations, the anti-vaccine mandate demonstrations that took place throughout the summer of 2021 and, and still here into the fall. No violence, no buildings being burned, no carjackings, no assaults, no mass looting. Vehicles being destroyed, storefronts being destroyed, bloodshed. None of that. Isn't that amazing? And I think it's fair to say it's probably on average right-wing people, center-right people, center people, center-left people. But mostly I'd say it falls on the right right side of the political spectrum. If you did an average or a mean of the 
ideologies of the attendees of the vaccine mandates. It, it fall on the right side over all of the spectrum. Peaceful protest all year long. Millions of people showing up, all peaceful. Now you compare that to the summer of 2020. During their demonstrations, the Democrats, where you would have on average, those would be leftist demonstrations, Democrat demonstrations. Well, you saw the cars burning and the stores looted and the assaults and the bloodshed and everything. But uh, they claim that the right wing and the conservative, they're the violent ones. They're the threats. They're the terrorists, which, of course, is just more inversion of the truth, just the exact opposite. And, you know, I wasn't going to do this because I said I was going to focus on the news. But I got to tell you, the more and more it's, it's just such a crazy time to be alive because. The more and more I see just all the insanity that goes on, the more and more part of me, and, and, and maybe it's just looking for relief more than anything else, but part of me just kind of sits back and just says, we're done, man. Is there really anything we can do to turn this back? I get it. There's a great awakening happening. I get it. It's dead on arrival. Everybody knows it's going on, but it's not stopping anything. I mean, Fauci's still operating. He's still going on TV. The vaccine mandates are still being pursued and promoted and in place in a lot of countries. The total madness is still going on where the left wing, which is totally violent and terroristic by very definition, but then they point the finger at you, a, a, a Christian, God-loving, God-fearing, peaceful, patriot, conservative. You're, you're the terrorist. You're the bad guy. Parents that show up to School board meetings, they're, they're terrorists. They get tagged by the FBI. All these political prisoners, a guy that probably has Asperger's who, who puts on war paint and Viking horns that, that goes into the Capitol and says, we're here to be peaceful. We're here to be peaceful. He gets 40 months in jail. But, oh, if you would have been part of burning down buildings and riots and murder and looting on a mass scale in the summer of 2020, you're probably fine. You're probably no stress right now. You're living the high life, doing whatever the hell you want. But, oh, you're, you're a veteran that was in a crowd of a million people in D.C. and just somehow wound up in the middle of the Capitol uh, during, a, during a, a, a mass crowd, like a sporting event or a parade, and you're just like, whoa, this is cool. I'm in the Capitol. You take a picture. Oh, the FBI is coming after you. But, hey, you burned down a building, you, you, you attacked a cop car, you murdered somebody, you assaulted somebody, you did mass looting. I mean, we've got the mass retail crime wave happening now. I mean, violence in Democrat cities is through the roof. And, and seriously, so it's just like sometimes I just reach this point where maybe it's just me searching for relief where it's just like, man, it doesn't even matter. There's nothing we can do. The, the, these evil globalists, they're going to have their way with us no matter what. It doesn't matter. There's nothing I can do. And, and it's just maybe Jesus comes down to judge them and gives us salvation before they have their final day. But I don't want to be somebody that's, that's, that, that's hopeless because I'm not. But see, then I have the realization of I've already dug my heels in here. I, I, I've already entrenched myself here. So I have no choice but to stand against it. Whether whether I really think that we can turn it around or not, I have full commitment to putting myself in the way of this global government tyranny. Maybe it'll be a miracle if we can turn it around. But I got to say, when they're killing tens of thousands of people in the United States of America with this vaccine, and they're just boldly doing it, and then telling you that the vaccine doesn't even work for its purposes of stopping the spread or stopping you from even having COVID, and you just have to sit here and scratch your head. and just, It's like, if we can't beat this, 
you know, do we really deserve to go to the next level? Like, do we really, do we really deserve to have victories here? We're not even strong enough as a civilization. We're not even strong enough as a people. We're not even strong enough as a, a country to get a, a, a seething rat piece of garbage Fauci off of our neck. We can't even get a decrepit old crook like Fauci off our neck. We, we, we have to, we're sitting and putting up with Joe Biden in bed with the communist Chinese and the Ukrainians and the, I mean, just Moscow and Uzbekistan and just list is on and on. And his, 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 his dirty crack dealing son with all the hookers and, and banging his dead brother's wife. I mean, and they're perched on top of us with, with Fauci too. And we can't even beat this scum. We, we can't even rise up enough and unite enough to beat this scum. And I'm going to sit here talking about race relations. I have to sit here and try to convince people that the vaccine mandate's a bad thing. I, I have to deal with a editor at the New York Times that thinks inflation is going to be hard on the rich. And that's why they're so mad about it, because inflation's hard on the rich. <laughs> I'm Sarah Zhang. <laughs> inflation, the reason why the rich and the powerful uh, conservatives are so mad about the inflation is because it's going to hurt them. It's the dumbest thing you could ever say. It's all here. It's not going anywhere. Or that we actually have to sit here and say, oh, is Kyle Rittenhouse going to walk? Is he going to go to jail? Well, he's obviously innocent, but you know those dirty Democrats and you know that dirty mainstream media is threatening the jury. And so... You know, the jury doesn't want to say he's innocent because they're afraid that they might get attacked or their house burned down. So they might have to say, yeah, we're going to send Kyle Rittenhouse to jail because I don't want to get my family attacked or my house burned down. You know, mainstream media is following jurors and trying to take their pictures and intimidating them and threatening them. And it's member of the summer of 2020. I mean, we all saw what they did. I don't want that to happen to me or my family. When it's no debate. And then the clown world aspect of somehow the Kyle Rittenhouse shooting being a racial issue when all the parties involved in the shootings were white, it just shows you how insane it's gone. So I'm going to get focused and cover the news, but it's just, it's like, do you just let the globalist new world order just deteriorate on its own and just try not to get so mad and upset, just accept that that's what's going to happen? Or do you continue to try to rally the people against it, thinking there's a hope you can take it down and, and peacefully take the country back? Or do you just have to let them do their gambit and fall off and the whole world be exposed after they've murdered millions? Cobra Commander here with an important message to humanity. I have decided that all of you will take a special injection so that you will be safe. But the injection is not ready yet. And so... I need all of you to stay indoors for the next 15 days to flatten the curve. I also need you to wear masks, and I also need you to only shop at mega corporations. That way we can consolidate control and bankrupt the world economy, leaving companies that only I own profitable. You will then be my slaves. Oh, and then you'll get that special shot of venom from Cobra. It will remove your immune system, so you'll be dependent on me for the rest of your miserable lives.
Infowars.com forward slash show. The American way of life is under attack. This is the War Room with Owen Schroyer. Share this message right now at band.video. All right, I'm a, I'm about to get into this stack of news on the COVID and the vaccine front here. And I don't have the VAERS numbers in front of me, but this is the World Health Organization Vigi Access, which is a database for vaccine adverse reactions and side effects. And so far... COVID-19 as the uh, most side effects, the COVID-19 vaccine has more side effects, according to the World Health Organization Vaccine Adverse Reaction website, than every other vaccine. I don't think combined, but it's close. It might actually be combined, in fact. In fact, I'm crunching the numbers right now in my head, and it it actually is combined. More adverse reactions to the COVID-19 vaccine, according to the World Health Organization Vigi Access, than every other vaccine combined. I mean, that, again, I just, it's so ridiculous in clown world to even deal with this stuff. I can't even, because I think, I don't want to get upset about this anymore and pound on the desk. I can't help it sometimes because it's all real and it's frustrating to cover this, that this is the life we have to experience with these dirty, rotten crooks from Big Pharma on top of us and Fauci on top of us forcing this poison upon us. But then it's just, it's, it's so out of control. It's almost just soothing. It's it's like, wow, this is just, this vaccine mandate is just total death. (laughs) It's like at the, in the Titanic, when they start playing the music as the ship is sinking, it's like, well, we're all going down. So I guess we might as well listen to some nice music. The last VAERS numbers I saw was, what, 18,000, 18,700 dead from the COVID vaccine? So that's what I'm saying. I mean, I, I just feel like I'm on the Titanic, and it's, it's sinking right now. There's no lifeboats or, or any lifeboat. It's not going to go anywhere but the Titanic. So do I run around and scramble and panic? Do I rearrange deck chairs? Or do I just maybe pull up a deck chair and listen to the the strings on the way out, on the way down? Like, yeah, we're all going down, but one last song, one last ride into the great abyss. Because <laughs> no matter what I decide to do, and, and I don't really know, this is a very dynamic thing, but it's all God's plan at the end. So you just ask for God's guidance and for him to light his way so that you can fulfill God's destiny for yourself. But let's just move on here before I get too off the rails. FDA wants until 2076 to fully release Pfizer vaccine data. According to a lawsuit, and the story was written by Aaron Siri. We uploaded his attorney testimony on vaccine injuries just last week. 
He's one of the few lawyers that actually deals with the vaccine injuries. He's a brave, brave man. And we salute him for his courage. And so remember, though, we saw about a month or two ago, the FDA put out their statements and they said, yeah, we're testing the COVID-19 vaccine right now. You are the test. And we're going to start releasing some of the results in 2024, 2025, and 2026. You'll have the four results. But now they're saying we're going to need until 2076. So they really don't want you to know what's going on with these vaccines, do they? Total media blackout. And now the FDA is saying, yeah, 2076, we'll let you know what happened with those vaccines. Folks, by the year 2025, if we have any semblance of a free press at all, you're going to see vaccine injury commercials on almost every television network. Just like you see with with all these other pharmaceutical drugs with class action lawsuits. Did you take this drug and suffer from one of these symptoms? Call this number. You may be entitled to a settlement. Yeah, the COVID-19 vaccine settlement case will probably be the largest in American history. Just like Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and all these other big pharmaceutical manufacturers have already paid out the biggest legal fines in U.S. history because of their drugs killing people. They're the real drug mafia. So how's that vaccine going anyway? Let's ask the Ottawa senators who have a 100% vaccination rate and 40% of the team now has COVID. And so, but this is, this is another level of how ridiculous all of this is. And it's like, I have people complain to me. He's like, why do you say vaccine, Owen? Why do you say vaccine, Owen? Oh, that just proves he's, He's controlled opposition. He won't say it's a biological weapon. He, he says vaccine just like they want him to say. It's the, it's the modern day nomenclature. Yes, the COVID-19 shot, jab, juice, whatever you want to say, bioweapon, it's not good. I don't think anybody has stood more harshly against the vaccines than us here at InfoWars and our guests. I say vaccine because that's what they call it. Of course, they admit it's not a real vaccine by definition. But full hockey team, fully vaccinated, and has a massive COVID outbreak. It's really working. Really working well. And of course, but again, here's what I meant to say before I got off the rails, is that it doesn't even matter. So they have COVID. Big deal. Folks, I used to work in sports media. I remember like the year 2013, I think, 2014, when there were mumps going around the NHL, and a couple teams had some mumps outbreaks. They didn't panic about vaccines. They didn't shut down games. They didn't make players wear masks. A couple players got the mumps. They didn't go to the game. They didn't go to practice. They waited till they got better. But, oh, now that it's COVID, it's, oh, it's, it's insane. Everybody has to go crazy. There's COVID. None of these athletes are going to die from COVID. Hundreds, maybe thousands are dying from the vaccine. I've got a couple more stories on that coming up. But so, oh, there was no big deal about mumps outbreak in the NHL. Okay, you got mumps, you sat a couple games out or a practice out, whatever you had to do, and you got healthy, you came back to the team. No masks, no nothing, no panic. No no request of vaccination status. But oh, COVID. Oh, all the media propaganda and fear-mongering. And now, oh, 
10 players have COVID. Oh my gosh. Oh no. They'll all be just fine. They could probably even play right now and they'd all be just fine. But they're all vaccinated and it didn't work. Here's the independent last week. Fact check. DeSantis falsely claims vaccinated. Yeah, and by the way, this is just B-roll of all the athletes that are uh, suffering and, and referees now too, suffering heart problems from the vaccine, falling over on the field, falling over at practice, not being able to get up. Oh yeah, take that vaccine that doesn't even stop COVID. Good luck. Fact check. DeSantis falsely claims Vaccinated citizens without boosters could be declared unvaccinated and lose their jobs. Oh, that's not true, DeSantis. That's not true, DeSantis. How dare you say that? Fast forward to this week. Fauci says COVID-19 booster might become new standard for being vaccinated. Oh, 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 so I guess DeSantis was right. And now in Australia, remember... Australia locked down for the unvaccinated and then Austria locked down for the unvaccinated. Well, guess what? Now Austria is going into full lockdown, vaccinated and unvaccinated or non-vaccinated. Everybody's locked down now because of the COVID. I mean, I'm sure that's how life is supposed to be lived. I mean, you should just live in fear of a virus 24-7. I mean, you, you should be thinking about a virus or a viral infection every waking moment of your life. I mean, deathly afraid. Like, you step on the floor, you get out of bed, you might step on a COVID. You go to the kitchen making some coffee, there could be COVIDs everywhere. You want to go out in the backyard, maybe look at a sunrise or a sunset, better watch out. That's not going to stop you from getting COVID. You could die at any moment. There could be COVID on this desk right now. Oh, my God. Does the microphone have COVID on it? I don't think I can go on, folks. There's too many COVID out there. I'm dying. In stock, down and out liquid sleep support. It's been out of stock for a while. It's one of uh, three sleep aids we have at InfoWarsStore.com. This one has been very popular. It's sold off the shelves. It's back in stock, down and out liquid sleep support. This is probably the strongest sleep aid that we have, I would say. Knockout, Rocket Rest, both great. Comes in pill form. This is the liquid tincture, and I think this is probably the most powerful one. Survival Shield X2 Nascent Iodine. This is, if you haven't done an iodine challenge yet, have you haven't done the iodine challenge, what are you waiting for? Now is the time. Super male and super female vitality. Living Defense Plus and the Organic Greens Fiber Caps. Uh, We have a limited supply of these right now, but we want to sell them all out so we can order a new batch. It was very popular. The Organic Greens Fiber Caps. But we have all kinds of other great supplements that uh, are, are great for so many different things. Take advantage of those. For a fraction of the cost of your cable bill or your phone bill, you could get so many of the incredibly powerful products at InfoWarsStore.com that will enrich your life, that will make your body so much more healthy, that will really boost and, and supercharge your immune system. But that's only part of it. You're also then funding an organization of maniacs that will not back down in the face of intimidation and attacks, that will not be slaves people that think just like you and are willing to, quite frankly, die for freedom. I want to stay in the fight against the New World Order. So it's very simple. Everybody needs coffee. We got some of the best coffee you're going to find anywhere at a great deal. Everybody loves turmeric, knows how anti-inflammatory it is. We've got liquid and powder, 95% humanoid in the body's powder. Nobody's got something like that. And it goes on and on. So do your shopping at InfoWars. Do your shopping at InfoWarsStore.com and fund the Second American Revolution. 1776 worldwide. The war room.
Infowars.com forward slash show. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're back here. And I want to let you know the War Room is now streaming on yet another channel, Owen Schroyer Live on Rumble. And you may be saying, hey, this is redundant. You're already on the InfoWars Band.Video Rumble channel. You've already got Band.Video as well. Why did you create another ch- channel? Well, it's just about having as many different outlets and platforms as possible. So it's Owen Schroyer Live is the channel. It's a picture of me with the sunglasses on and the black collared shirt. And you can now stream the War Room on that Rumble channel if you so choose. And it's just more, again, about having all these different platforms. I mean, who knows? They come in here, they shut this down. They shut down Band.Video. They shut down all the InfoWars channels. But Owen Schroyer Live's still up. So I just created that one so we could have another platform now you know. And of course, everything we do here is made possible with your support at InfoWarsStore.com. We've got the 2021 mega blowout sale happening right now at InfoWarsStore.com. Here's some of the specials that you're going to find as part of this sale. Turbo Force back in stock, 40% off. The all-new Super Coral Whitening Toothpaste. This is uh, what was just a reformulated formula from a popular toothpaste that we used to sell, but it's now been reformulated. It's now Coral Whitening Toothpaste. It's $9.95 on sale at InfoWarsStore.com right now. Bodies Ultimate Turmeric Formula, 40% off. DNA Force Plus, 40% off. Down and Out Liquid Sleep Support, the best liquid, liquid sleep support you're going to find on the market. 50% off super male and super female vitality, 50% off living defense plus 50% off lung cleanse, 50% off. We're selling all t-shirts at cost right now. So that's big. All t-shirts at cost. We've got the RFID safe wallets that are at a huge discount right now. I mean, seriously, it's just, you're not going to find an RFID safe wallet for 10 bucks, probably anywhere else. Plus it's got the InfoWars logo on it. So very nice. All that and so much more at InfoWarsStore.com. And, of course, it's your support there that makes everything we do here possible. You know what? And so maybe I should. I do have some guests coming up here, but maybe should we do another hashtag InfoWarsStore today? We may just do one. We may do another hashtag InfoWarsStore where you go on Twitter, you put up your purchase, hashtag InfoWarsStore. We'll read it out and show your picture on the air. So we may do that again today. We're definitely going to do it. We're going to try to do it at least maybe once a week or or, or once a month or so just because it's a good way to uh, kind of reach out to the audience, hear from you, and thank you for shopping at InfoWarsStore.com. Okay, let me try to, I think I'll be able to get through this, the rest of the stack of the COVID news here before we get Dan Lyman on in the next segment. So, oh, oh, uh, <laughs> You know, that Pelosi wedding was more ridiculous than it even appeared on the surface. You remember there was the COP26 climate action summit or whatever happening. And, you know, the Democrat Party is all about stopping global warming and fossil fuels and natural gas and all this stuff is bad. And, and, and always wear your mask, too, and social distance. So while that is going on, Pelosi goes and officiates a wedding for one of the biggest oil barons 
this country has ever seen, the granddaughter of the Gettys. And Pelosi is at the wedding maskless in a gigantic mansion-esque cathedral officiating a wedding for, for one of the biggest, wealthiest oil barons in American history, the Getty family. As she says that they want to stop oil. I mean, it's just, it's so ridiculous. It's so, it's so ludicrous. It's so unbelievable. Like AOC, same thing. Oh, stop climate change, man-made climate change, big oil. They're rich. They're the bad guy. And then she goes to the New York Met Gala, which is one of the most elite events you can go to with all the millionaires and billionaires. And she goes with a billionaire that once again is from big oil. Uh, Oh, we're against big pharma. We're anti-fascist. And then they give the entire country over to Big Pharma. Yeah, there's there's Pelosi maskless at the, the Getty wedding of a, a multi-billionaire family. Oh, yeah, there's oh, AOC goes to the Met Gala again with a multi-billionaire family. But then they tell you they're in it for the little guy. They're going to stop big oil as they rub elbows and party with big oil. The billionaire class telling you they're fighting for the little guy. What? A bunch of phonies. What liars? What frauds? Hey, I don't care. Go go to the big expensive wedding. Go hang out with big oil people. I have no problem with that. Don't tell me that I'm not allowed to have cheap energy, though, and, and I can't go to events without a mask. So what's the latest, though? Pelosi was out with some other Democrats at a uh, bar called Swingers Bar. It's a golf bar. And, of course, they're all out there not masked. And this is in D.C. where they have the mask mandate, but not for Pelosi. She doesn't wear the mask. Biden doesn't wear the mask. That's only for the peasants, see. Not for them. They hang out with the billionaire class. They're way above you. And they think so low of you that they're literally going to be hanging out and partying with the very people they tell you that they're fighting against. <laughs> yes. Oh, yeah. Yes. Like, <laughs> I mean, I should. Yeah, I, I mean, because that's the thing is, maybe I just should stop being so serious. Like, I mean, it, it may, it'd be easier if they weren't trying to throw me in jail for the rest of my life. But it's like, maybe I should just stop being so serious and just do comedy here because nobody else does comedy, and, and this is just comedy gold. Oh, I, I'm I'm Nancy Pelosi. I, I look like I haven't stopped drinking in 39 years. And maybe I haven't. I, my skin looks like it's falling off. My eyes are, are, are uh, there's like a crevice, two crevices in my head that look like a meteor crash site. And my eyes are sucked into the back of my cranium. I look like a damn goblin. And and I'm stuttering and mumbling around like I'm, I'm pilled out of my mind or, or boozed out of my mind. During these press conferences, I don't even know what's going on. And I've been in government for 50 years, ripping the people off. As corruption in D.C. grows, I hang around. As, as, as San Francisco goes to hell, I hang around. And I tell my voters that I'm going to be fighting against big oil killing this planet. And so I go to parties and officiate weddings of big oil families. I'm AOC. I'm with the little guy. I want to tax the rich. By the way, did you see my billionaire friends over here? <laughs> they took me to the Met Gala. You know, I'm pretty cool. I'm pretty cool, aren't I? 
look at me officiating the wedding. Look at me. I'm Nancy Pelosi. I'm at the bar. I don't wear a mask. That's only for the peasants. What a dingbat. But this is serious stuff. Because these tyrants are killing people. Florida woman dies after unsuccessful suit to get ivermectin. So she's in the hospital with COVID, which is the last place you want to be with COVID. That's where 99% of COVID deaths happen is in the hospital. Go figure. So you don't, so, so your first problem is you're in the hospital, but she's in the hospital with COVID and she wants ivermectin to get treatment. They won't give it to her. So she's dead. Remember, what did that Democrat from Michigan say? She was, she was COVID. She was afraid she was going to die. The Democrats banned hydroxychloroquine and zinc. And so she went out and got hydroxychloroquine because Trump signed a bill that said that you could prescribe medicines and cross state lines. So she was able to get hydroxychloroquine despite the Democrats banning hydroxychloroquine in Michigan. She got hydroxychloroquine. She said Trump saved her life. So ivermectin could have saved this woman's life, but she didn't get it because uh, the hospital center wouldn't give her ivermectin. And then in the, the Hill story here, they say, ivermectin is a horse dewormer and it doesn't work for COVID. So there was no reason for her to get it. She was bad. She deserved to die. Should have had her vaccine. These are really, these are really corrupt people. And it didn't take long for Yunkin to stab Virginia in the back, did it? Boy, that didn't take long at all. Glenn Yunkin says he will not stop local governments that want to impose COVID mandates. I mean, on, on a level, I understand that he wants to not be involved in it, but but it's it's more important to stand up for the freedom of the Virginians, and it's more important that you promise them that you would stand against these mandates. And he's already cucked. He's already bitched out. Now, look, I can read these headlines every day, and I choose not to do it. But but let me just read you the list from today of, of celebrities that have died. Former Major League Baseball player Julio Lugo dies at aged 45. And I do not believe they have released the cause of death. So there's another one. Yeah, no cause of death. MTV reality star Jangnor Aniha, dead after heart attack. Friends say he was perfectly healthy. Zane Timpson dies at 26, skateboarder. Uh, there was other ones. There was an actor, too. I think I've got it over here. Some actor who just died. So, I mean, are they from the vaccines? They don't say if they've been vaccinated or not. So, I mean, but I didn't see all these people dying in 2020. Now, all of a sudden, all these people are dying. The COVID-19 face diaper is a symbol of subservience, a symbol of slavery, a symbol of the chains that the medical tyranny combine controlled by the global private corporations has put in place. It is the symbol of the permanent emergency from which we will never emerge. It is the symbol that we are diseased and evil and bad and must cover our diseased criminal faces from the light of the sun. It is the symbol of our complete and total, absolute surrender to evil. Ladies and gentlemen, we are crossing the Rubicon now. The entire future destiny of humanity is upon us. Klaus Schwab and the UN admit they're coming out with implantable microchips as part of the world ID and carbon taxes. Things only get worse from here if we submit. They only get better if we resist and say no. Non-compliance, non-compliance, non-compliance. The fight for the future is now. This is The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. 
So yesterday, we, at the end of the broadcast, mentioned a woman that was standing very, very kindly, peacefully outside of the Rittenhouse trial with just a sign that said, self-defense is not a crime. And I'd mentioned she got attacked by the left. And so I, I want to play the full video here, and, and you, you may not want your kids to see this, but this is the left, folks. These people are so despicable. And again, why Black Lives Matter is outside of this thing just, uh, I mean, we all know why, because it's all political. Black Lives Matter is a political group. It's it's not really about racial justice. If it were, they'd be trying to help the inner cities where black people are actually struggling. But uh, in turn, they end up burning inner cities to the ground. But so so here's the woman who was just standing out there in an American flag hat with a sign that said self-defense is not crime when a couple of Black Lives Matter activists show up. Some of them aren't even black, by the way. It's just white people that show up and do this. They just claim they're Black Lives Matter so they can get away with crimes, I guess. And they attack her. They call her uh, very rude names, and then they take her sign and rip it up. So this is the loving, tolerant left yesterday outside of the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Hey, hold on, hold on. Look at this right here. Your mom was. Hey, I can't get. You are. Ow. Ow. I don't have a vagina, you dumb bitch. So there's a man attacking a woman. That's just the first attack. Then he covers his face. Then the other BLM activists come in to try to steal her sign. And then the other guy comes back in. Starts a fight. By the way, that individual was arrested later. So it's always leftists out there causing the violence, starting fights, and then pointing their fingers, saying, oh, I'm the victim. And I don't even want to tell you what he called that woman. But, I mean, you, you can imagine. It's, it's, you know, extreme insults. He assaulted her. He hit her. He punches another guy who, who didn't like seeing a woman getting attacked. Decent uh, suplex there, but couldn't complete it. And uh, he did end up getting arrested. He also ended up swinging at that woman later on in the day, too. And then the other two uh, BLM activists that we showed you yesterday came in, took the lady's sign, and ripped it up. But uh, that individual did get arrested. See, so so there's a there's a real Black Lives Matter leader who probably actually wants to see things done in the black community that can help black people who shows up and he says, hey, we're not being violent out here, buddy. You're not representing what we're here for. And then he starts attacking other people as well. And, you know, I do have uh, Dan Lyman is about to join me here. And, uh, you know, I may bring this up because there was a moment yesterday where somebody had pizzas delivered to the outside area. There's like six or so pizzas delivered so that the leftist activist and the conservative activist or self-defense activist, I don't even know what you would call it, people that are in support of reality, a.k.a. Kyle Rittenhouse is innocent, people that are in support of self-defense versus people who are just brainwashed by the media and think Kyle Rittenhouse is guilty. Folks, they came out with a poll here. I'm going to cover this later. Do, do you know that um, 
a large percentage of Democrats think Kyle Rittenhouse shot black people. It's another one of those polls that I cover here where they ask Democrats and they ask Republicans the same question and then they analyze it to see who is more accurate. Democrats were polled. They asked if Kyle Rittenhouse shot black people. They said, yes, Kyle Rittenhouse shot black people. So, so why do Democrats never have a clue what's going on? Why are they always so uninformed and misinformed every time? And I printed a couple other stories. Democrats think half of the people that get COVID need to go to the hospital. Wildly inaccurate. Derek, Democrats believe that more than 1,000 unarmed black men are shot by cops every year. The number's actually 20. Why are Democrats always so wildly inaccurate and misinformed every time? We're back here, second hour of the InfoWars War Room, brought to you by InfoWarsStore.com. Dan Lyman is our guest, joining us from InfoWars Europe, where uh, they're going through more COVID tyranny now. And it looked like in some of the states, or excuse me, some of the countries like Switzerland at a time or Sweden at a time, they were starting to ratchet back on the COVID tyranny. Well, now Sweden, now Switzerland, Austria, the worst, are doubling down, tripling down. The COVID tyranny continues. Austria just said they're going to lock down even vaccinated people. Uh, Dan Lyman joins us from Europe now. Uh, Dan, what, what is just the latest on the waterfront of the COVID medical tyranny in Europe? Well, that dark winter that Joe Biden vowed <laughs> that we would uh, encounter is definitely setting in here in Europe. Of course, last winter was rough, and the winter before that, we had the onset of this manufactured crisis. But this winter is looking a little little more sinister than ever. Uh, many countries now are really cracking down, really dropping the hammer, hunting down the purebloods across Europe. And uh, Austria really set the tone uh, to, to bring in a whole new level of tyranny, and many countries are starting to follow suit. What's funny is in Austria, they recently announced basically a lockdown for the unvaccinated, they said, because vaccination rates there, according to the government, are approximately 65 percent of adults, which is not as high, of course, as uh, they've been targeting, which is, of course, 100 percent. But at least they've been selling 80 to 90 percent, let's say, in many of these European countries. And so they're only at 65. But what's funny is uh, many people were, of course, cheering for this, the crazed vax maniacs and uh, not realizing that just a few days later, the government would also announce in some states that they were also bringing in a lockdown for the vaccinated as well. So they're starting to roll that out across Austria, and it looks like just another blanket lockdown is in the works. And of course, lockdown has already been reimposed in the Netherlands, and Germany is pretty much on the verge, if not already, rolling out another a similar lockdown to Austria's and many other countries now, such as Ireland and uh, Switzerland, are going deeper down the rabbit hole. And even Sweden, which has been hailed as really the, the model country in handling this whole thing, has just announced they are going to start using the Vax Pass for certain events. And, of course, that will lead to 
a blanket situation. And it's, you know, the craziest thing is trying to get a perspective from every different part of planet Earth right now of what it's like. And I mean, if you're in Texas or you're in Florida, or you're in some of these other states, you're pretty much full normal life. You don't really see much masks. Nobody asks about a mask. Nobody has a vaccine mandate. I know that there's some things here in Texas here or there, like concerts and stuff that'll ask for either a negative test or a vaccine passport, but it's pretty easy to avoid. Uh, I, I haven't had to deal with it yet. And probably about the same thing in Florida. There might be some hospitals here or there that say, oh, if you don't have the vaccine, we won't give you service. But for the most part, I'd say it's like 80, 90% back to normal. Whereas if you're in D.C., you have to wear a mask everywhere. Or you're in New York, California, you have to have your vaccine pass to go everywhere. So, I mean, is it kind of the same dynamic in Europe, though, where some places you can go and it's pretty much normal, where other places you go and it's full-on tyranny? Or is it all kind of working downstream like what we've seen in Sweden now, where even the countries that were the most free are going back into the COVID tyranny? Well, I would say that there's nothing like a Florida or a Texas here in Europe. So the bar is set uh, a bit higher on the tyranny scale here in Europe. There are countries supposedly where nothing's really being enforced and people are generally living as normal. But even in those countries now, you're starting to see the government's really cracking the whip. Like in Romania, they kind of had a reputation where people were doing whatever they wanted and no one was really paying attention to this. And recently the government there has gotten a lot stiffer on things. Uh, So there isn't really anywhere to escape to like a Florida or a Texas. And, you know, I I pay a lot of attention to what's going on around the world and people who are looking, where can I go if I want some semblance of normalcy? And everyone around the world is looking at places like Florida and Texas. There are very few countries where anything is even remotely feasible in the in the way of uh, just living a semi-normal life at this point. Think about how depressing that is. And then aside from how depressing that that level of tyranny on planet Earth is, I mean, this is it, Dan. This is the global world government being executed in practice now, being applied to the entire planet. What about the awakening level in Europe? Uh, Because to me, it's undeniable now. This is global government. This is global medical tyranny. It can't be denied anymore. It's here. No, definitely. You know, I just went into a group chat that I was having with some family members to look something up. And I went back to March of 2020 and in the chat I said, you know, this really feels like the big move. So that was, you know, 18 months ago or whatever it's been now. And I could really sense it at that time. And I think any of us who have been, you know, in the business uh, long enough here and tracking these developments, especially those of us who work at InfoWars, kind of had a feeling that this was the big move. And of course, that's indisputable 18 months now down the road. So, you know, I think we should trust our instincts that this is only going to get worse before it ever has a chance to get better. And unfortunately, not enough people are waking up or resisting against this. Although I was encouraged to see that in the Netherlands, apparently, you know, they're at like 85, 90 percent vaccination rate there. And so they thought they had done everything good, like good little citizens and marched in and stuck their arms out for their double or triple jabs and that life would go back to normal. And they're finding out the hard way that life will never go back to normal until we say it goes back to normal. And there were some pretty big protests there, some pretty big riots. But in general, this global government is pushing forward at the national level, ignoring protests of all kinds. So who knows where it goes from here? But I don't think that this continued trajectory is going to do much. Well, and look, we're not the ones here to promote riots. I've never promoted rioting on this broadcast. But it's like you look at what the left did rioting in the name of George Floyd 
or riding in the name of Michael Brown or riding in the name of Jacob Blake or riding in the name of all of these people that uh, weren't innocent by any stretch of the imagination, but but they riot over those cases that should be handled locally and dealt with locally. But they ride over that. They do billions of, of damage, destroy innocent people's property, destroy innocent people's lives that have nothing to do with these cases. But it's like if, if there was any justification for rioting, it, it'd be the vaccine mandates. It'd be the it'd be the COVID tyranny. Again, I'm not condoning rioting. I don't see what it would do us any good anyway. Burning down private buildings or such it wouldn't help the vaccine mandates. It's all about resistance. But isn't it just wild? It's like this is the real tyranny here that that should be angering and uniting people. But they instead they distract you with some isolated incident in Minneapolis or Kenosha and make everybody upset over that instead of, instead of the tyranny that's that's putting pinning all of us in uh, harm's way. Yeah, you know we've talked about this. We are living in textbook anarcho tyranny now. The state, the media, these insane feral animals in the streets—they're all on the same side. You know, we just saw uh, MSNBC kicked out of the courtroom in Kenosha uh, because they are. They were following the jury bus. So these people all operate with the same tactics. They just wear different badges and, uh, you know, they're all working for the same ends. And any of us who even show a whiff of resistance to this thought criminals, we are we are being hunted down now, hunted down on the streets of Austria. People just need to look at the videos of what's going on there. You don't have your jab. You're not technically allowed out of your house except for, quote unquote, essential reasons. And of course, we've seen this has been playing out for months now, if not close to a year in Australia. So, I mean, this is going on around the world. The civilized, democratic Western world is descending into what some have called fourth world status, where you have first world living conditions degenerating into third world conditions with the, the blessing of the state making it all happen. And of course, what they really want before they phase humans out is total control over the first world. So that the only way you could even be free of any of this tyranny is living like in third world swaller, you know, living in the streets or living in the sewers or whatever, because you don't want to take 10 vaccines a year that don't even work or whatever else they mandate or the mass or everything else. So that's what they promote is, well, we'll just take over the first world. We're we're going to force you to live in the third world if you don't want to comply with all of our stuff. But the media is blacking out the mass resistance to this. So we have to be sure that we highlight the fact that that's going on. Dan Lyman is with us from InfoWars Europe. He'll be sticking around, and we will be right back in about four minutes after this break. There are so many crappy brands of energy products, energy drinks, energy powders, energy pills. And look, almost all of them work, but they're toxic and they've got incredible downsides. Horrible crashes and... Again, so many toxins in them. All of the nootropic products that we sell at InfoWarsStore.com are clean, are pure, are highest quality, and they're long-lasting, and they help focus your mind. And right now, our strongest product, the three nootropics we have, Rainforce Plus, Rainforce Ultra, and TurboForce are back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. TurboForce has been sold out for... More than six months. It's back in stock with free shipping, 40% off. It is 10 hours of clean energy. Clean energy without the big crash. And it's available right now. And it funds the InfoWar, a 360 win. It's time to protect your privacy. It's time to come to grips with the fact that even though you don't have anything to hide, criminals 
Hackers, corporations, big tech, government are stealing all of your data and creating a map and a database of where you go and what you do. So in the future, under their globalist takeover, they can shut you down. Protecting your privacy, protecting your credit cards, protecting your bank accounts, protecting your photos, protecting everything that's on your phone is paramount. That's why everybody should visit InfoWarsStore.com. We're carrying a huge new line of very compliant, made-in-America products that have 100% reviews and are simply incredible. It's a 360 win. Protect your privacy and shop at InfoWars to support the overall InfoWar against the globalists. A true 360 win. Get your Faraday cages at InfoWarsStore.com. Check out the new line. It's amazing. Infowars.com forward slash show. Dan Lyman is with us. He is also reporting and following the Kyle Rittenhouse case closely, which the fact that the jury is clearly hung at this point is very uh, upsetting. I mean, I have to assume that there are members of this jury that are either idiots and can't see that this was a clear case of self-defense or, and I think this is the more likely scenario, they are in fear for their livelihoods or their families because the mainstream media, a.k.a. the Democrat Party, is engaged in intimidation and bullying and harassment. And so they know what happened in Kenosha last year when half the city got burnt to the ground. Uh, private businesses burned, assaults, everything that happened, and say they, they don't want that to happen. I don't want that to happen to me. I'm not going to be the one that has radical leftist terrorists show up and burn down my business or my house, so I'm not going to let Kyle Rittenhouse walk out of here. Uh, what, what do you make of the fact that we're about to go into day three, or I guess day four of jury deliberation? What a disaster. This is just so emblematic of what's going on in the country. Nothing works properly. Justice is totally inverted. People fear for their lives because the mob is ruling everywhere. And it's just it's just out of control to see what's going on. Whether, you know, it does. I guess it doesn't really matter at this point what it is that's hanging this jury up. But uh, clearly it, it's a disaster. And they're dragging this poor kid and his family on for days and days. You know, I said yesterday... I was telling a friend, I said, I think this judge should just step up to the plate and dismiss the whole thing. Uh, I guess it's a mistrial with prejudice and save all these jurors in a way from having to take the heat. He should just take the heat himself. He looks like he's had a great career. You know, he's uh, he's getting on in life. He can just he could save a lot of lives right now that in, that are involved in this case and let them kind of breathe a sigh of relief. And uh, he can go disappear to a. Uh, to a tropical island for a couple of years and get away and maybe take an early retirement. I think that would be a great decision and a service to the country. Yeah, and it's sad that somebody would have to do that. And then obviously, beyond the personal risk, whether it's the judge or the jury, beyond the personal risk to them on making a decision, you know, let's be clear too. There's a risk to the entire city. The judge knows it as well. If, if they do the right thing and say Kyle Rittenhouse is, is innocent of these charges... I mean, you already have radical left-wing terrorists that are out there saying they're going to burn the city to the ground. There's going to be bloodshed. I mean, so it's like, this is, wh where is the FBI? 
All of these people that are out there making threats should be investigated by the FBI, at least to maybe try to calm them down before the decision is made so that they don't engage in rioting. Well, let's be honest. How many people out there that are making threats and stirring the pot are FBI? So you would need the FBI to investigate the FBI on the ground there in Kenosha. And, you know, I think at this point, anybody who has any faith in the FBI, not even doing the right thing, not even being neutral or just kind of fumbling things. But, you know, it's so obvious they are actively working against the future of the country at every turn. And, uh, you know, it just uh, it never ends. And it's just disgusting to see how this is playing out. It doesn't doesn't bode well for self-defense in the United States. What's the point of the two way if you can't defend yourself from rapists and um, convicted criminals pointing guns in your face? If you can't defend yourself, then what is the point of the Second Amendment? Who cares? And now, sadly, the precedent has already been set because of, well, years ago, but but last year, mostly in recent history that, OK, if the left doesn't get what they want, they get to burn down cities and the cops will stand down and they'll loot businesses. They'll burn businesses. They'll assault police officers. They'll destroy police businesses, uh, officers, cars and everything. They'll, they'll burn down federal buildings. They'll burn down churches. And they got away with it all last year. So now they've just decided, yeah, I mean, you let the terrorists get away with their violence, then that becomes their new operating procedure and they'll just plan to do it every time. Indeed, and, and they're planning the same down in Georgia. You have the uh, Ahmad Arbery case. They're ready to go off there. I mean, there is no good outcome here. The unfortunate thing is that if justice is served correctly, then cities will burn. And if justice isn't served correctly, cities might still burn. And also, uh, an 18-year-old boy will, will end up uh, you know, basically losing the better part of his life for defending himself. In a, in a manner that's prescribed by the law that, that is clear, pretty cut and dry. And what does that mean for the rest of us as the mob continues to grow in strength and in audacity as no, nobody is in, in between them and the law-abiding citizen? Yeah, and, and it just flares out now because most of these criminals who get involved, they're not even political. They, they just want to go commit a crime. They just want to throw a brick through a window. They just get a thrill out of it. And so now just Democrat-run cities are just descending into total criminal behavior. I mean, homicide rates skyrocketing, carjacking skyrocketing, assaults skyrocketing. I mean, it used to be in Austin, you didn't really hear about shootings going on downtown. Now there's a shooting every weekend. I mean, every city run by the Democrats, it, it, it's really getting into a bad place. It's really sad uh, that this is what's happening to our, our, our great American cities, but it is. Uh, I, I will say, though, you know, I had one point of contention with, with not just your coverage, but everyone's coverage, I guess I would say, and that's that there seem to be a lot of people, yourself included, that were a little skeptical of the two groups sharing the pizzas yesterday outside of the courtroom. Talk, talk about that. Sure. Well, first of all, if you watch the video, the whole thing is kind of weird. It's like this huge photo op. And there's a guy in a mask supposedly on the Rittenhouse side. You know, how many how many people on the Rittenhouse side are wearing masks? So I was kind of suspicious of that. Not saying that he that he wasn't, but uh, the whole thing kind of just stank as, as phony. And it really was so symbolic to me of, of just this this pie in the sky feeling that so many people, normie cons, conservatives have that they think that they're going to reason with these people. You know, what we the first thing that you would do if you were being surrounded by wild, rabid, feral animals who are looking to burn down your city or looking to eat you, let's say, in the wild. 
The only thing that would really sufficiently distract them for a short period of time would be to throw some food at them and they might be briefly distracted. That's exactly what happened here. This guy's on his knees passing out a pizza. I guess he must have paid for it since he's manning the pizza. And a few minutes later, they were back to fighting and assaulting these people. So, you know, a couple people for a photo op for a minute here uh, shook hands over some pizza and then they were right back at each other's throats. And by each other's throats, I really mean, of course, BLM attacking this woman. You were just rolling footage of her getting attacked by these same people, probably a few minutes after distributing this pizza. So I think this this has this totally uh, cucked attitude. There, there will be no breaking bread with insane feral communists. And we can't forget what these people did to Kenosha not too long ago. So if they're going to chill out for a few minutes for a freebie, you know, that shouldn't surprise anyone because look at what they were doing minutes later. There's no reasoning with these people. And, and I don't think that uh, buying them a pizza is, is really even a, a, a smart gesture of goodwill. There should be no goodwill shown to these people. All right. Well, I guess I have a little more hope. You have 0% hope that we could unite with these people. I guess I have like a 1.5% hope, maybe. I say 1.5, maybe. That, that, but, but you're right. I mean, it, right after they shared this pizza, they immediately got into a fisticuffs. So it really didn't do anything. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, I'd love to believe, but I, I'm just uh, I'm black pilled. <laughs> I'm black pilled to the hilt, man. I'm just here slonking eggs and trying to get through this whole thing. What, what, what number egg are you at right now on the month? Uh, we got about 125 to go and 12 days to go. So I think it's budgeted correctly. Dang. All right. Dan Lyman, InfoWars Europe. Where can people follow you? Citizen Analyst. Oh, no. Real Dan Lyman on Twitter. I've changed that up and BorderHawk.News and InfoWars Europe. Thank you, Dan. InfoWars Get Prepared Mega Blowout Sale 2021 is live right now. The biggest sale of the year. Free shipping storewide, double Patriot points, and products like TurboForce 10-Hour clean energy a listener favorite back in stock 40 percent off again with free shipping double patriot points on top of that we also have dna force plus for the pqq the coq10 to clean out your cells to boost your immune system it's the rolls royce of this it's 40 percent off and now we have super coral calcium toothpaste Similar to our previous coral biting toothpaste, but even stronger, even more concentrated. It's now back in stock and discounted with free shipping at InfoWarsStore.com. So many great products available at InfoWarsStore.com. So please take advantage of these great products that enrich your life and fund the InfoWar. InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. This broadcast is not for the weak-minded. It's The War Room with Owen Schroyer. Watch the live stream at band.video. Ron DeSantis just gave the media the what for and the how to down in Florida. I want to play this for you right now. Ron DeSantis really taking a leadership role right now in this country. Great for Florida. And you can see him getting more powerful as he continues to stand against the corrupt, deceptive, lying mainstream press. 
And so here he was today really standing his ground against the mainstream media. So, first of all, this idea that somehow conservatism is about like local school boards, it's the United States of America, not the United School Boards or County Commissions of America. So the states, the states are the primary vehicles to protect people's freedoms, their health, their safety, their welfare in our constitutional system. What Biden is doing is not constitutional. There has never been, there has never been a federal vaccine mandate imposed on the general public. I hear people talk about, you know, they used they do things in the military. Yeah, when I was in the military. They used to give me all kind of stuff. Honestly, I wish I would have thought a little bit, but I mean, whatever it was. But that's much different than regulating the military and then imposing it on civilians in society. It's never been done before. It's not, they don't have the power to do it. There's no federal police power. States have the, the federal the, 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 the police power. So that's from a constitutional perspective. It is worlds, worlds apart. Now, some people say, hey, these local governments wanted to lock down businesses. They wanted to force mandates. They wanted to keep the kids locked out of school. Yeah, you're damn right I overruled them on that because they were wrong. And the fact of the matter is, the fact of the matter is, you, you don't have right to, you don't have the right to do wrong. And if I had not stepped in last year and made sure that these local governments couldn't lock you down, couldn't mandate, we get, we, we wouldn't let them fine. We had kids in school last yeah, year because of you. me, Thank not because of them. And that's just the bottom line. And so people can say, is it the job of somebody that, that's elected to look out for the liberties of everyone in the state? Or do you just say, hey, if someone's violating your freedom, we shouldn't do anything. The fact of the matter is, if we would have let them lock the kids out of school oh last God, year, we would have paid the piper on that for years and years in this state. If we had let them lock down businesses and restrict and do all that, we would have one of the highest unemployment rates in the country. So. We had to stand out for people's liberties, their livelihoods, their right to work, people's right to own a business, and it was the right thing to do. But what Biden is doing, he does not have the, he even admitted he doesn't have the authority to do it. The Saki admitted that they don't have the authority to do it. And in fact, even six months ago, they were all saying, of course you never mandate, of course you never mandate. And so the question is, do we actually have a constitution that constrains people like Biden? Or is it just when he loses patience, he can do whatever the hell he wants to? No, I'll take the constitution. Thank you very much. Ron DeSantis. Yes. For the win. And, and by the way, it's not just six months ago they were, they were saying no mandates. It's not Biden campaigning saying no mandates. Saki on the stage saying no mandates. They 12 months ago, they said they'd never even take the shot. 12 months ago, it was, oh, I'm not taking this shot. I'm not taking the Trump shot. I'm not taking the shot. It's Trump shot. I, I don't take the Trump shot. I only take the Biden shot. The ingredients in the shot never changed. Nothing ever changed about the shot. The manufacturers and nothing ever changed. But, but Biden's in the White House now. So now the shot's good. Shot good now. Trump in the White House shot bad. Biden in the White House shot good. Okay? 
I'm an informed intellectual liberal. And I'm an anti-fascist, but I really like the fascist corporate medical government telling me what to do and what to put in my body. Ah, ah. Trump shot, deadly, bad, never take it. Biden shot, good. (laughs) I'm a good liberal, I think for myself. So, oh, never take the shot to, oh, we won't mandate the shot to, shots mandated for everybody. That's Biden, that's Saki, that's your Democrat party. You know, we really need to put wind in the sails of Ron DeSantis. We really need to put wind in the sails of Matt Gates. We need, really need to put wind in the sails of uh, the great congressional candidates coming up like Joe Kent. We need to put wind in the sails of Lauren Boebert and Marjorie Taylor Greene. They, they need as much wind in their sails as possible because let me just tell you, as, as, as sad as it is to admit this because, you know, just speaking the truth to power or just taking a common sense approach to things shouldn't be considered brave or heroic, but uh, considering the times we, we, we are in right now, it kind of is. So, I mean, when you see Marjorie Taylor Greene taking hardcore stances of truth and, and justice and Lauren Boebert and Ron DeSantis, they need as much support as they can get. They need prayers. They need love. So, I mean, call their offices, leave them a voicemail, send them an email, reply on their Twitter accounts. I mean, they, they need as much support as they can get, folks. And, um, I mean, look, I'm not really, a, I've never been the type of guy to be overwhelmed by quote unquote celebrities. I just, I just never really have been. And, uh, when I was a kid, I was all around all kinds of big professional athletes and stars. And, and, and I remember even when I was working NFL games, I'd, I'd take new workers around and just be walking around with Peyton Manning, just like showing Peyton Manning where stuff is. And be like, like, Oh my God, I'm not freaking out. It's like, that's Peyton Manning. I'm like, yeah, he's just, he's a dude. He's just a dude like everybody else out here. He's a a nice guy. You don't have to freak out. And so, but when I, when I actually see, like I had the opportunity to meet Lauren Boebert and and I've met a couple other good members of Congress. And when I see them, I don't get starstruck, but I always make sure I go up to them and I say, please don't stop telling the truth. Please. We're all behind you. America loves you. Ignore the attacks. We need you. Don't ever relent. Don't ever stop. We're praying for you. Godspeed. I always make sure that I try to get that message to them because they need it. Because it is tough to go up against the entire corrupt evil establishment. It, it is tough to go up against the corrupt, lying, demonic, satanic Democrat party and mainstream media. That, it's tough, folks. I mean, they, they try to destroy your life. I mean, believe me, I know. They want us dead. So yeah, you know what? It takes a little courage. But that's why these leaders in Congress need the wind in their, their sails to keep moving the ball forward and, and carrying the truth, the message of truth in the halls of Congress where it's being tempted to be shut out right now. And that's why InfoWars needs the wind in the sails as well, folks. That's why we need the wind in the sails. And Alex got into it a little bit more today on his show. And uh, he's cut some specials that run during the breaks explaining why we launched SaveInfoWars.com. And so, yeah, we, we want to stay on air. We want to keep operating here. And uh, yeah, we're pretty much <laughs> neck deep in lawfare every damn day. I mean, there, there's, there's entire weeks of my life now where I'm, I'm dealing with legal stuff every morning. And um, it's not cheap. It's not fun. But we're not stopping. We're just going to continue to go harder. The more we get targeted and demonized and lied about and attacked, we just, that's when you realize, oh, I just got to get stronger. But we also have the website. So you want to get great supplements, InfoWarsStore.com is the place. Those are the supplements that I take as well every day. 
the vitamin mineral fusion every day for me. We've got the great toothpaste, the Super Coral, the brand new. We're really excited to launch Super Coral whitening toothpaste at InfoWarsStore.com. Turbo Force, very popular energy drink. Pour that powder into 8 to 12 ounces of water. Stir it up or juice if you want, whatever you want. If you're crazy enough, put it in your coffee. Our uh, crew member, Rob, has been crazy enough to do that a couple days. I don't know if, uh, I don't think he's done it since. I think he went a little crazy and uh, he didn't sleep for a couple days. Seems like normal activity for him anyway, but point is, it's not the toxic energy drink with all the acids and dyes and everything in it. It's just pure natural energy. Gives you 10 hours of energy, one packet of it. If you don't want 10 hours of energy, you may only need five. Drink half a packet. It's on sale at InfoWarsStore.com. T-shirts on sale at cost right now at InfoWarsStore.com and so much more. There are so many crappy brands of energy products, energy drinks, energy powders, energy pills. And look, almost all of them work, but they're toxic and they've got incredible downsides. Horrible crashes and, again, so many toxins in them. All of the nootropic products that we sell at InfoWarsStore.com are clean, are pure, are highest quality, and they're long-lasting, and they help focus your mind. And right now, our strongest product, the three nootropics we have, Rainforce Plus, Rainforce Ultra, and TurboForce are back in stock at InfoWarsStore.com. TurboForce has been sold out for... More than six months. It's back in stock with free shipping, 40% off. It is 10 hours of clean energy. Clean energy without the big crash. And it's available right now. And it funds the Info War, a 360 win. The ultimate fluoride-free charcoal mouthwash is now available at InfoWarsStore.com and DrJonesNaturals.com for the lowest price possible to complete your daily mouth cleaning routine. It is the perfect companion to the new activated charcoal toothpaste all under our new line by Dr. Jones Naturals that will naturally give your mouth and breath a deep clean. This mouthwash only uses the best natural ingredients like real peppermint oil, thyme oil, xylitol, and of course, high quality charcoal. Not only fluoride free, this mouthwash is completely free of other dangerous ingredients such as SLS, harsh detergents, BPA, and so much more. As soon as you use it, you can tell that this formula is the real deal. So get your bottle of the new activated charcoal mouthwash right now at InfoWarsStore.com. The War Room. InfoWars.com forward slash show. Oh, Chunk Yogurt from the Young Turks. He's uh, upset today because he didn't get invited to InfoWars Studios to do podcasts with Tim Pool or Joe Rogan or Mike Cernovich or all of our other great guests that have been down here too, Drew Hernandez. And so he's crying on Twitter today. Joe Rogan called me silly in an interview. Hey, meathead. You're best friends with a certifiable lunatic named Alex Jones. Hard to have credibility on intelligence after that. Oh, I'd love to see Joe Rogan and Chunk Yogurt in a debate. (laughs) 
Sank yogurt from the Young Turks couldn't debate an empty soda can. And how is the deworming medicine going for you, genius? Uh, actually, Joe Rogan got COVID and recovered in three days. So say it went pretty well for him, actually. Say it went pretty well there, chunk. What a douchebag. Of course, the irony is nobody of any substance watches Chunk Yogurt every day. So he has to desperately beg for attention via Twitter and insults because nobody watches his show, but he obviously watches everyone else. He's probably tuned into Alex Jones every day, probably tunes into Joe Rogan, probably tunes into Tim Pool. And so he's mad that he's not cool. He's always been a loser. And so this is his attempted attention. But I'll give him credit. He got it. So good for him. He knows how to get attention. Most crybabies do. So he's uh, he's mastered that. All right, let, let, let me start getting into some of this news here I haven't gotten into yet. Fox News reporter Chad Pergram reveals cryptic email advising him to learn process for Congress replacing vice president. And, and so let me explain why. So I was reporting on this, others as well. We're reporting how they're trying to oust Kamala Harris right now and how it's really just part of a larger issue of Joe Biden can't finish his term and they don't want Kamala in there, not to mention she's not really getting along well. She was supposed to kind of be brought in and taught the way of the D.C. political structure and establishment, and and instead she's just trying to think it's all about her. So it's not really going well for Kamala, but she's an arrogant bitch, and so she's going to try to go for everything here. The reason why I say every major news publication is going to have a story on this within a week or two is because eventually it's going to be undeniable and everyone's going to have to have their own story. So it's just going to become one of those stories that everybody's going to have to cover. And apparently, guys, put that back on screen. I don't know if there's any other news about this, but Disclosed TV is reporting that Kamala Harris's communications director has left the administration after reports staff are infighting and her boss is being sidelined. Kamala Harris's staff has been infighting since day one that's been in the press. But now everybody's starting to realize that Kamala doesn't have a clue what's going on. She's so unfit for the position, it's not even funny. She's gallivanting around thinking she's the belle of a ball. Nobody can stand her. And so now everybody's trying to separate themselves from Kamala Harris. I mean, it's hilarious. She thinks she's like everyone's, hero and she doesn't realize that nobody likes her so yeah it's it's confirmed kamala harris's communications director has left and 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 this is going to be coming to biden next because you got to understand in dc it's all about kind of resume but not even it's more about uh, what's the word i'm looking for it's on the tip of my tongue it's not respect Oh my gosh. It's like some days now I have dyslexia all the time and then some days I have just words on the tip of my tongue and I can't even think of it. But it's 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 all about I guess I'll I'll say respect. So these people don't want to be on Kamala Harris's team when she goes down because that'll be looked at as something bad. It's like, "Oh, oh, you were a part of Kamala Harris's losing vice presidency? I don't want anything to do with you." Oh, you were part of Joe Biden's disastrous presidency? Oh, I don't ooh, I don't think I want any. So you don't climb the ladder that way. You, When you see a sinking ship in D.C., you abandon it because you know that's going to become part of your reputation. So that's why all these people are going to start leaving probably the Biden administration and, and Harris's office 
because they see it sinking their reputation in D.C. and potentially their future in D.C. that they were tied to these two losers, Biden and Harris, where Biden shows up at a bridge in New Hampshire and there's literally like five people there clapping. It's it's the biggest joke you've ever seen. In fact, here's Biden today. He goes, or it was yesterday, he goes to the electronic power plant in Michigan and he doesn't even know where he is or what he's doing. And so he's got his handlers walking him around, literally just, just carrying him around and holding his hand. And they say, all right, Joe, you need to go stand on the blue marker right there. And he goes, yep, tell me what to do. Got to obey orders. And then he walks right past the blue marker and you can see the whole team just be like, oh, okay. So here it is yesterday in clip five. So what's time on the blue some, marker, huh? Yeah, the blue and I, I got to take you're orders. Here, you're here. Okay. Okay. Uh, so again, uh, Jim Quick is here and he's going to introduce. Play it one more time. So what's time on the blue some, marker, huh? Yeah, the blue and I, I got to take you're orders. Here, you're here. Okay. Okay. Uh, so again, uh, Jim so, Quick is here uh, and he's going to She says, stand on the blue marker. And he says, oh, yep, got to take orders. And then he walks right by the blue marker. And then you can hear the little guy go, oh, okay. And then she looks over at the Secret Service guard and she looks at him like, what is this guy's problem? Right here at the end, you'll see her look over at the Secret Service guy like, what is this guy's deal? Oh, my gosh. He, and look at him. He doesn't know where he is, folks. It's not good. But, hey, he got his butt wiped. He, they wiped my butt. They wiped my butt. They, my butt's been wiped. That's that's Joe Biden. His butt's been wiped. He's proud of that. He doesn't have a dirty diaper anymore. Must be nice. Matt Gates. See, th- this is the real headline. Florida Democrat congressional candidate calls on FBI to raid homes of political opponents. And it's Pam Keith out of Florida, the Democrat. And she says all of these... Republicans in Congress, she says they participated in January 6th, which that's not even true. What does that even mean? Some of them were in the buildings as they were being evacuated. So what does that even mean that they participated in January 6th? What what does that even mean? January 6th is just this new blanket date that they use as like a mile marker for when, or, or it's like their new hocus pocus or abracadabra like a lesser form of, of racism magic where they just say January 6th. And it's just like, hocus pocus, you're a racist. Abracadabra, you're a racist. Hocus pocus, January 6th, you were involved. Insurrectionist. Just these weird hocus pocus, abracadabra words that they use that, that really fall apart under their own weight. They have no real argument. I mean, they, they call black people white supremacists now if they don't vote how they want. So now you just exist just existing as a Republican or just existing as a Trump supporter means you 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 orchestrated, you did January 6th. So now they can just accuse anyone of January 6th, anyone of being a racist. It, it's, the, it's what the dumbest people in the room do, the lowest common denominator. But I mean, think about, aside from just the lying that they engage in with their false narratives, it's like we're so numb to the corruption now that Democrats just call for the FBI to raid their political opposition, and it's not even a big deal. I mean, this should be like, red alert, sound the alarm, foghorn, you're about to hit the iceberg, you're about to slam into the rocks in the bay. Like, this is, 
The Democrats are now calling on the federal government to do their bidding, which is to illegally harass and intimidate and bully their political opposition and jail their political opposition. What about the deadly riots? They don't care. What about the massive crime rates? They don't care. What about the drug overdoses hitting record highs? They don't care. The inflation record highs? They don't care. The consumer price index? They don't care. The supply chain issues? They don't care. Wide open border and the the criminals coming in? They don't care. But oh, January 6th. So everybody that's their opposition needs to go to jail. And it, it, it should be, seriously, this should have everybody at an alarm. I mean, red alert that the Democrats are now openly calling and they're already doing it, but they're not even hiding it anymore. So it's like, we're, we're like one or two steps away from the merging of them going after their political opposition with the federal government. And they're announcing they want to go after the political opposition with the federal government so like they kind of act like it's not political and then they kind of act like oh it's just justice eventually these two things are going to merge and it's just going to be like yeah we're just totally in control now we own you we dominate you we're going to arrest whoever we want no more no more justice no more checks and balances no more bill of rights no more privacy nothing just us running your life that's it and if we want the fbi to come throw you in jail and silence you we'll do it We want big tech to erase you off the internet? We'll do it. We're Democrats. We're above the law. We're above morals. We're above you. That's how they see themselves. If you only knew the power of the dark side, join Bill Gates, and together we will defeat humanity. Then our God Satan will reward us with eternal life. That's basically the ethos of the globalists. They must first play God. They must first prove that they are the fittest in their social Darwinistic system. And in a way, they're right. If we let them lie to us and dumb us down and poison us and destroy our children's futures, the evidence is overwhelming and out in the open. We really deserve what's happened to us. So I ask you now, are you going to step up and expose the new world order even more? I know I'm pledging to step up and redouble my efforts. The front lines of the fight is InfoWars.com.